0: So, guys, I'm so excited to have our next guest. He's a freaking colon cancer survivor, okay? He's, like, as close to a hero as you can possibly get, humanly possible. He's also a very inspiring, um, you know, writer. And he has a film coming out that you will really enjoy. And so I'm really excited to welcome our next guest, Mark Anthony Sepulveda. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. How are you doing, Mike?
0: Uh, great. So uh, let's let's get started with it. So, what is your funniest cancer joke?
1: Well, you know, um, I dealt a lot with cancer, and I mean, I I say this to people because when you have colon cancer, you, uh, and especially me, I have this thing called Lynch syndrome, so I constantly have to get screened for colon cancer. So, I like to tell people I've had uh, more cameras shoved up my rear end than a uh, curious housewife from the 1950s.
0: That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> so that's definitely not a, the typical cut and paste Google cancer jokes. So I love that. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So you're working on a documentary. Can you tell us what that's about?
1: Well, it's more of a film than a documentary. The, the film itself is called Bonus Time. And it's about a, a gentleman named Nate who has just overcame his battle with colon cancer and wants to rectify his past mistakes. But like I said, that I, Mark Anthony, had Lynch syndrome, and this character has Lynch syndrome as well, which is a hereditary cancer, that he knows that he's going to get cancer again. When you have this problem, it's not just, you know, you you beat cancer once and um, you hope you don't get it again kind of like you beat it once and you're just waiting and you just have to do your daily uh, test screenings to figure out what's going on with your body. So my character of Nate, who wants to come back and warn his family members, hey, you know what, we got a hereditary cancer, and two, um, make himself redeemable again. And he's looking for apologies from people, but he doesn't get what he's looking for right away. He has to earn it. So through this movie, we see him, uh, through his journey starting off not knowing how to apologize, but at the end, realizing what it means to really apologize and really say what you mean. It really changes a person. And through his cancer that he had, which brought him on his journey, affects him that like, hey, you know what? um it's not a life or death sentence it's not that do i have to worry that will i ever be able to uh not necessarily be a good person but be the best person i can be it's uh it's an everyday struggle so every day you have to uh, become better and uh, not slide back so
0: that's
1: That's
0: kind of the character
1: kind of the character arc of uh, a character
0: so, what was your reaction when your doctor told you you had cancer?
1: Well, okay, I got a preface. Uh, preface this with cancer has been in my family for a long time. I had an older sister who died of ovarian cancer, and then I had a brother who passed away. We think has to deal with limb syndrome, and uh, my other brother had colon cancer, and then my other sister had colon cancer, and I'm the youngest, born of uh, six siblings. I was born 14 years later. And so for about when I was 29, I knew something wasn't right. And a major sign happened where I knew something wasn't right with my body. And but I didn't have insurance at the time. So I went to a doctor. And here's another joke I have. I because I, I go to the doctor the first time when I'm 29. And my brother just passed away. My parents freaked freaking out, and they are like, hey, you know, go to the doctor, check what's going on. And I go there, and the doctor goes, you're too young to have colon cancer. There's no way a 29-year-old healthy male is going to have colon cancer at this age, but I'm to check what's going on in there. And so they checked up what's going on in there. I essentially paid someone $2,500 just to uh, stick their thumb on my butt. And because the diagnosis was wrong, they said I had – uh, hemorrhoids and you know that's
0: so different oh my god okay sorry Go ahead. yeah
1: it, it it totally is and you know in those four years from 29 to 33 when I finally had my surgery to uh, get rid of my colon well I, I still have a part of my colon. They do want me to get rid of my colon, but they got rid of my my sigmoid colon, 41 lymph nodes. But in those four years, my brother had colon cancer, and my sister had colon cancer. And somewhere down in my heart, I think I always knew I had it, but um, I was kind of like, hey, you know, I don't have it. I have have something else. But the day that I found out that I had colon cancer, oh, that doctor, he was. I'm not even really gonna names of the doctor, but this doctor was a jerk, man. This doctor was just a jerk. He, the two days before I meet him, is my when I had my insurance. It kicked in, in January of 2015, and by this point, I was already living like three, four years with some symptoms. It was getting kind of bad, and um, my initial meeting with the specialist was at first he didn't believe me he thought i was wasting his time he got upset that uh i actually came in there and was trying to talk to him and (laughs) during the yeah it was crazy like during and during our consultation he was like all right you have any family members or anything and i told him my family history Mm -hmm. his face Mm -hmm. turns from like angry disgust to like like his eyes widen open yeah i'm and... sure uh,
0: yeah he had a crazy family history i'm so sorry to hear that i couldn't you know get a word in but it was that's nuts. i'm so sorry to hear that yeah uh
1: i'm sorry i'm sorry it's a lot it's a lot to un- unfold sorry about uh making this a two-way conversation no, no, no. <laughs> uh, i'll try i'll try better i'll try better but uh uh regardless he uh i told him what happened and his face turned in to uh turned into like just shock Mm -hmm. and didn't believe that I was told this information from him. He actually said, he goes, why didn't you tell me this to begin off with? And I, and I was being honest with him. I told him, I didn't know. I had, I I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do. I, this is new to me.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then he kept talking to me and he goes, this is a joke, right? Are you joking with me?
0: Oh my God. Did they send you in
1: here as a joke?
0: Oh my God. And I was like. How? Ah, sorry. Sorry.
1: Yeah, and I was like, no, this is not a joke. Yeah. Like, this is my life. <laughs> I, like, I don't know what to do. And I had improv class. So the next day I was making a short film. I, I, I was making a short film. Uh, uh, so I had my conversation on Saturday, and I was making a short film on Sunday. And then Monday I had, uh, when they were going to do this uh, test, it's like a flag staff test, where they <laughs> stick a camera in your rear end, you know, um, that night I had improv class and I told him I, I asked him I was like "Hell, long is going to take can I do my improv class and right. he was he just dismissed me right and was like whatever and the next day I shoot my short film and the following day um, it was a weird day that day when I found everything out and I went to the doctor some people were calling me about some work stuff and some friends were calling me from overseas and I that day I woke up I would have sworn to myself that I didn't have cancer. I would have, I would have bet it. Like I knew something was wrong, but Mm -hmm. I think it was something that severe. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. But after all this, I go into the hospital and, you know, I get ready for this whole entire thing. Nurses are telling me, don't worry about it. I knew people younger than you Mm -hmm. that had the same problem. It's Mm -hmm. probably just Crohn disease. And stuff. And I go in there and they're wheeling me in, and, it, and everyone's dancing. And they have this song on, like, Tell me something good. They're like, Tell me something good.
0: And everyone's just
1: dancing. And then this yeah. doctor comes in,
0: uh-huh.
1: looks at me, and goes, goes uh, I'm 99.9% sure I'm going to find something in there, Mark Anthony.
0: And what I'm the, like, What's wrong with this doctor? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think the I doctor think from after the- a while, what the hell? Is Dr. manga <laughs> reincarnated? <laughs> oh, it was horrible.
1: I think after a while, he's just, like, desensitized to the whole thing. And, uh, you know, we start, everyone shuts up, and he goes in, and there's a TV in front of me. He goes, hey, there's a TV there. You can look up your own, your own ass, pretty much. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And I kept my head down. And I kept my head down, and, he goes, oh, oh, you have cancer. Oh, you have a lot of cancer.
0: What? the and I'm fuck? like, what an yeah. answer.
1: And I'm like, I have a lot of cancer. And he goes, oh, well,
0: don't <laughs> don't who even says that? It just be... don't people say it spreads or something. A lot of cancer is that even professional? Okay, sorry, but
1: I. No, I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs>
0: I, I think this guy. I think he's just over
1: his life. You know what I mean? He's like all oh, he use look up butts all day. That's my life. <laughs> You know, I mean to me I'm like, you chose the perfection. Yeah.
0: You should <laughs> you you a, a look doctor. Up. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, seriously, you know what I mean? I have everything <laughs> in the world you picked and there's different types of cancers and you gonna pick those. You chose ass cancer, my friend. You know, yeah. I didn't tell you Jesus. and
0: I chose to make them you chose to do your
1: <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just like come on dude. and uh, the first thing I the first thing I kind of remember saying was like my mom's gonna be so upset
0: mm-hmm. because she had to
1: go through so much stuff oh,
0: yeah. with
1: mm-hmm. with everyone else with cancer and dying people.
0: Jeez, yeah. Uh, like, my mom's gonna be so
1: upset. Yeah. And he goes, forget about your mom. You should start worrying about your life. Oh, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: And, nuts. But this is funny. Sorry. But <laughs> because it's so
1: ridiculously bad. Okay, sorry, go ahead. It is. I mean, it it gets me. I mean, sometimes I think about it and it's hard to process. Yeah. Because, I, I you know, you, you see TV and stuff and you think when doctors to tell you something, you're going to sit down in an office or whatnot. And when this doctor just told me that, it was like a Rubik's Cube coming in formation. <laughs> And everything in my life changed priorities.
0: Yeah. Instantaneously. Yeah. Man, and then so... at
1: the end he goes he go at the end he's like, Oh, you can go to your improv class. You have time to make it.
0: <laughs> what a jerk. Oh shit. Uh holy shit. I don't even know how to process this. Uh part of me thinks he's a fucking dick, but part of me is like, This is kinda funny because it's so fucked up. Uh, but it is Thank you for sharing that I'm sorry Well at least you made it You know It's like you You crushed it You know You're making a film about it You're like Fuck cancer to your face And that stupid doctor So Props to you Yeah but That's messed up man Um Okay So Okay I was gonna ask you What should you never say To a cancer patient But I think your doctor Kind of covered it pretty well Uh <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's in the documentary in the film as a freaking villain because he fucking is well you know we have a
1: bigger plan we have a bigger plans for uh, this uh, film that we're making because right now we're making this in you know, a short film in the vein of like Scrubs meets Wes Anderson and we're in Wes Anderson, some I'm sorry. I'm really
0: who's, who's Wes Anderson
1: yeah well you know cause we, uh, the script that we have is a very fast paced script we uh I was working on it for about like four or five years,
0: oh, and
1: wow. uh, I had to, and I, and during that time, I worked with a couple different people, and the person, uh, two different people to help me write it. But the person who ended up doing the uh, bulk with me was uh, our. He is also our director. His name's Alex Hino, and that man is a genius and a workhorse. And I've written short scripts and uh, things of that nature before, but i never wrote something so personal, mm-hmm. and so um, uh, something that I knew about. You know, in Hollywood, there's an old saying, like, write what you know. Yeah. And I wasn't getting there after these years, and one of the problems was I was getting too old to play my own part. Hmm. Alex Cunot wow. comes in, writes it, and wow, the script just, it was fast-paced. It was, it had jokes. It had Um, Humor. It was. We like to tell people we're trying to humanize something that's hard to talk about, colon cancer, because a lot of people don't like to talk about butt stuff naturally. Yeah. In this, in uh, here, we um, I think we got something very special, and I can't wait to show the world. You know, when the time comes. I mean, we still got to make it, but though we're tracking down our funding, and we did a Kickstarter once before. Uh, about a little about a a month ago Uh, we raised some money but not enough that we needed but we have uh, we're gonna do another one shortly Mm
0: -hmm. I love that so wow that's that's so awesome so like um, I think cancer patients who are survivors and you know just people going through it's just amazing because my mom also died from breast cancer so like I totally understand what it is to like go through that so thanks for sharing that and um, like how would you describe going through treatment for you? Like what were the emotions that are going through your head and like, what were you thinking about?
1: Well, I, I was, I was lucky enough where I didn't need chemo. I didn't need chemo. When okay. they found it, they, they cut it out. Um, I had surgery for it, but the, i the, one of the weird parts was I had my doctor's insurance in Southern California. Mm-hmm. They found it, but all my family is in Northern California it mm-hmm. took a month or so before i could even get surgery and that was frustrating because there'd be some times where i'm just like we know i have this cancer why can't we get it out and you know it, it's transferring over and politics and whatnot that go into it that was very frustrating because i just i want it out of my body you
0: know right I'm like
1: we pinpointed it let's get it out of here
0: yeah absolutely. And, um, yeah so thank you for sharing that and then like what do you wish people knew about cancer patients? Like, what do you wish, like, they would say or do that would make your life easier, or people who have cancer easier?
1: Um, I was very lucky in the sense that people treated me normal. Mm-hmm. You know, people treated me uh, with respect and still do. Mm-hmm. And because the one thing about going through it and surviving it and especially having Lynch, that you're going to have different, you have to have different, you're going to face different cancers and stuff mm-hmm. is that after you beat it, even I would have to say, even after you beat it and if you didn't have lynch, but you even had cancer and you don't want cancer to come back is that 20% of your brain, you know, afterwards is always going through it. So as you're going through it, right? as you're going through it, your whole mind is kind of always just thinking that like, To me, I would have to say, treat treat people normal. Mm -hmm. Be understanding what they are going through. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I must have, like, annoyed a lot of people, but I was very lucky to have a base of friends and family Mm -hmm. that would listen to me, you know? And I would just tell people that don't have it, that would talk to cancer patients, Mm -hmm. treat them normal. Treat them like a human being. You know, Mm -hmm. treat them with respect, and but just know they're they're not not everyone is fragile in the sense of like oh you're gonna break my bones no you're not you know what I mean like you you know go run you want to go eat you want to go catch a movie you know be there for them be uh show empathy you know just be there for them because uh like I said I was lucky to have a base but Mm -hmm. I know other people who didn't have that base people and have to go through it alone and i my heart goes out to them because no one should go through something like this alone because it deals with your life
0: yeah Yeah. thank you for sharing that i appreciate that yeah it's interesting to see from another perspective um just because when i was going through my mom's cancer it was like because she was my mom and i had like different perspectives so it's good to hear from somebody who's kind of um you know outside of that so i appreciate that um so like what okay i'll tell a story because like when my mom was going through cancer she was like in a room with another lady that she didn't really like so she like she flung a booger into that lady's bag and she started laughing like uncontrollably like the women are our family are not really known for elegance but i just remember like she just had a sense of humor about a lot of things and that's how she coped with it and like you shared your story about your asshole doctor and how hilarious you were so like do you feel like cancer is funny, like, as, as a whole? Or do you feel like these experiences can be made funny? Or, like, what are your thoughts on, like, humor in terms of, like, healing?
1: Oh, you know what, man? Um, you know what? it just – I think my sense of humor is the only thing that got me by all this. And it's still, and it's still here by my side. And you need a sense of humor because –
0: Right. Yeah. Other than the doctor
1: gave me this stuff, other than the doctor gave me this stuff called lozapan. And, um, you know, it's like a lower form of Xanax, but Lozapin, you take one of those pills and you're kind of like, you know what? If the earth blew up tomorrow, the human race gave it a shot, you know? Good for us, type of thing. <laughs> but I didn't want to get like addicted to them, so I stopped taking them. But so right. I would just make jokes have fun, and that's where other people come in, man. Have people to laugh with, yeah, and make, uh, make light of the situation. Because my family, you know, we lost someone with cancer, and my other brother and my other sister went through through uh, cancer. So we we were ready for this fight when it happened. Mm. But um, for other people who this just happened to, or you're going through it, you need a sense of humor. You have to laugh because yeah, you know laughter is the best medicine. And it feels good. It feels good to laugh. So if you can make light of the situation at any time. And sometimes I got to say, maybe I did it inappropriately because my sister and mother would be like, what are you talking about? This is, we got to deal with this and this. And mm-hmm. I would just make a joke because, you know, that's, that's me dealing with it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a great coping mechanism. Better than killing people, you know, going on a, cr- cr- <laughs> right? That, that's yeah,
1: that's well, why. You know, that's what you go online and do that. You can go online and play a little Call of Duty yep. or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, it's so like, okay. Who do you find funny besides yourself and me, if it's even humanly possible? Who's, like, number three funny?
1: <laughs> number three funny? Uh, people that I laugh at. Or people that just make me crack up, like, comedian-wise.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, who's your favorite comic? Like...
1: You know, that's a toss-up. It's a tough one because I was watching that uh, HBO show Crashing and it introduced me to so many
0: oh, uh, yeah, yeah. new people. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, man. Um, like, uh, Pete Holmes is hilarious. Mm. Like, I never gave that guy a shot. That dude is funny. But mm-hmm. um, that guy Delaney, he is. Uh, yeah. Don
0: Delaney. Something Yeah. Oh, yeah. full timey dude. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. That guy is hilarious.
0: Yeah, he is.
1: He's amazing. That guy is like the perfect asshole. Yeah, you know, he, he's like the perfect jerk that I mm. want at every party. Just,
0: <laughs> I just want
1: to see him go to town on mm-hmm. someone talking about like cheese and wine or something. Because that, oh my god, that guy is hilarious. I do love Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle hilarious. Of course, yes, I like seeing him stand up. To mm-hmm. uh, stand up, you gotta uh, give props out to him. But the um, uh, the guy Maloney, uh, he was he's funny stuff i watched his episode every time i, I must have watched it like 20 times when he was on Crash.
0: yeah he's a rising About star like. for sure yeah amazing dude so yeah and i
1: love him in um what was that that netflix tv show uh the big something it's a cartoon
0: i can't think of it but yeah uh, anything that he puts out i'm sure it's great thanks thanks for thanks for that okay um yeah. okay uh okay let's go no. Huh?
1: Oh, so I think, what was his first name? It eludes me. You asked me these questions John freehand and I had it.
0: Yeah. yeah, John Mulaney. Yeah, exactly.
1: Give that guy a million dollars. He wins. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he probably has a million dollars out here already from the Netflix specials and all the stuff that he's been working on. But yeah, give exactly. him more. Give him another million if he already has one. Just give it to him. Check give it him out there. And give it to uh, Mark Anthony for his uh, for his film, obviously. Um, oh, you, you
1: know what? If you give me a million dollars for me to make this into a proper film, you can take my part. How about that? I will <laughs> give you my part. If you give me a million dollars and we can make this, you can take my part. This part will be for you. I will make uh, a movie.
0: You heard it okay. here, folks. All right. Your chance to be a star. All right. You heard it here first. Okay. So you're hilarious. Uh, so, okay. How do you look at cancer now? Like now that you've beaten it, your family has beaten it or, you know, dealt with it so much. Like, wow. How do you look at cancer?
1: Well, I look at it as it's not a death sentence. Mm. It's, um, did I talk to people and stuff and people told me like, you know, man has cancer. I'm going to change my life. I'm gonna honest. I'm not the best person. Yeah, I try to change my life. I'm trying to be a better Mark Anthony for sure. Mm. But, uh, you know, I'm only human and I got certain uh, fallibilities. You know, I'm a, I, I, I like I like chocolate, you know. I shouldn't probably have enough sugar, but I like chocolate, you know. Um, I just eat all the chocolate.
0: I was diagnosed with cancer, like, fuck you guys. I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want.
1: You know, I kind of did that. I was eating
0: cheeseburgers.
1: Give me some cheeseburgers. And like, everyone's like, Mark, you know you're going to survive it. It's only colon cancer. I'm like, we don't know this. <laughs> don't... And then they would ask, you want jack-o-bots? <laughs> I, like, I, I guess, I don't know. I just need a burger, you... damn it.
0: <laughs> That's funny, because I feel like after my mom had cancer, it was kind of like a, fuck that, fuck you, I'm going to do whatever I want. So it's almost like having cancer made her be more free to live life does that make sense because she was just like well if it's not important to my survival then fuck it i'm just gonna do whatever i want so no i totally
1: get. yeah i totally get that you know i like those little things that you you hold back when you talk to people
0: right you right. kind of let that go yeah at least care. for a
1: certain period of time.
0: yeah exactly you're like fuck you i have cancer right. like you know i gotta i gotta do everything i gotta start a business i gotta you know do fulfilling. oh yeah life. you know
1: after i I came to L.A. like uh, 13 years ago to become an actor, but
0: uh-huh.
1: I had to learn my way to come up there. And after I came out from cancer, I, I hit the ground so hard. I was like, I'm going to do this. I found a cheap place to live, and then I just ran with that ball as fast as I could. I got myself an agent and a manager, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, I should have done this 13 years ago, but, you know. You I are, guess I yeah, needed this you little, yeah. <laughs> I needed a little kick in the rear end over here, quite literally. But so, yeah, after having cancer, cancer, for sure, um, if I see Stanley walk in with a crooked tie, I'm telling him he looks like an idiot.
0: (laughs) I love it. It's hilarious. So, um, like, what what advice do you have for current cancer patients?
1: My current advice is be patient, you know. You're in a tough spot, and uh, for me, everything kind of happened at a whirlwind pace. I was lucky enough where I didn't need treatment, and I could have got surgery, but I would have to say be patient and let the doctors do what they're doing because they're your doctors, and they know um, what's going on. And if you have any questions, any questions, make sure you talk to your doctors make sure you talk to them. And, you know, we live in a crazy time right now. I tell people, you know, if this was like the 1810 or something like this, this was like 1810 or 1910, I would probably be like a cowboy robbing banks because I couldn't get a job because I'm not feeling well and I'm getting drunk every day drinking liquor because it soothes the pain. But I don't live in 1910. I live in 2019, where we have technology. And every two years, um, medical achievements are being made. And it's, cancer doesn't have to, it's going to sound so cliche. It doesn't have to define you. It doesn't have to be your end note or the beginning chapter of your life. Cancer is kind of like, all right. It's just something I got to deal with. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have a strong support base. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have people around you. If you ever need to talk to anybody, man, I'll talk to people who, who um, have problems. I'll, I mean, I always got a listening ear and stuff for um, people like that. And um, just make sure you have a strong base, a good sense of humor, listen to your doctors, and whatever the outcome may be,
0: mm-hmm.
1: whatever the outcome may be, uh, you know, it's gonna be okay. That's how it's supposed to be.
0: I love that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. It's very, very, very insightful. So like, what advice do you have for doctors and nurses, like dealing with patients? Uh,
1: well, don't be jerks. Right.
0: I, uh, be the opposite yeah. of this asshole doctor. Yes. Uh, for sure. Yeah. You know, and, I, and like, I
1: kind of get in an extent, you do a job long enough, you get desensitized, you know, blah, 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 blah. I remember after I had my surgery, they would give us uh, these numbing pain shots, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they would give it to me in two spots. They gave it either my arm or my stomach. I just had surgery in my stomach. It was really sensitive. But I would have, like, three, four different nurses that came in rotation. I uh, was in the hospital for, like, three days or something like that. And I asked the nurse, like, the first day, hey, can you not please hit me, give me that injection anymore in the side of the stomach? Because that really hurts. Man. She was like, yeah, this is great. Don't worry about it. I'll do it on your side. Don't the next nurse who didn't know that was just like, okay, take this. Oh, <laughs> I was just like, oh, so much, pain. Hey, why are you doing that? Like, you must be a sick human being. You must be <laughs> taking this job because you like no one.
0: I feel like fuck nurses and medical people, they might—they kind of are sick people, though, because, like, they don't give a fuck about blood and shit and all the things that normal people do. I that
1: it's a special time of person, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you're dealing Definitely. with all that. So yeah. you've got to be desensitized to something.
0: Yeah, I mean? for sure, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, so, I guess
1: you got to be ready you gotta be ready for anything, you know what I mean? Like, this man doesn't have a head, we're gonna attach it on. <laughs> for me, I would
0: have
1: saved it. But yeah, nurse, I guess, yeah, like, oh, got right. Yeah,
0: they're psychopathic heroes.
1: Uh, like, you know, that's so true, because, uh, yeah, and, uh, you, not all nurses are that way, and not all doctors yeah, are that yeah, way, because I had it, some great it, doctors.
0: It's a special talent, yeah. for sure, I agree. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Oh, yeah. So, Before I drop the link to how we can see your film, like any other things that you didn't get a chance to talk about that you would like to discuss with our listeners?
1: Well, you know, if I had to, I'm just going to say a few things. One, know your family history. Mm -hmm. If you see some signs in your family that um, could affect you and you're not feeling good, tell a doctor about it. Because Mm -hmm. for me, that was a change of a doctor. You know, thinking I was just joking around with him, and mad that I showed up to like, hey, you know what, you need help. I sh- we should be looking at this a different way. So always take uh, heed to your to your uh, your family's uh, medical history. You know, and that's just not with cancer. I'm talking with heart, liver, um, lungs, different types of cancer. Know what that is because. Uh, When I went to see the doctor, I was 33. He didn't believe me until I told him my family history, you know, and um, the second thing would be an awareness to what Lynch syndrome is, because Lynch syndrome is, um, it's out there and there's five different strands of it. And a lot of people who, if you have Lynch syndrome, you're more prone to get Colon cancer, you're like 98, 99% sure to get that type of cancer. And a lot of people who get that type of cancer end up finding out they have Lynch syndrome. So the only way to combat that is early testings, early warnings, and everything like that. So my early testing would have been hey, look at my family had this. I'm pretty sure I had something. So look at your family history and um, ask your doctor if maybe you do have Lynch syndrome you know maybe um you are prone to more cancers than not and then see what you can do unfortunately there's no cure for Lynch syndrome there isn't like a real gene therapy but if you keep on top of your monitoring systems you know of how your body functions and um what you're feeling and make sure to tell your doctors about it you can be a one step ahead than uh four steps behind you know i
0: love so, that so yeah yeah so wow thank so you so much that.
1: yeah mm-hmm. all right well thank you for having
0: me no, no i don't want to cut you off no you're gonna say something sorry
1: oh. oh no that was that was it that was like you know watch out for that And hey, make sure to get those uh, colonoscopies all because right colon cancer ain't nothing to show you
0: about. that's so true yeah get checked guys get your buttholes checked so um get your
1: buttholes checked
0: <laughs> that's that's what that's what we all should do, right? I I should do that. Uh, but anyways, like you should. How old are you? How old, to, old are you? I'm 29. Oh, you are? Uh, yeah. I mean. Now I'm scared because I was get the checked out. when you got yeah. Now I'm like oh shit, uh, what's gonna happen to me? But yeah, you're right. I should get checked out. So um. You get
1: checked out. Or you said your mother had breast cancer, you know? So yeah, I probably
0: have more breast cancer than colon cancer, but we'll see. Maybe yes. maybe I'll be surprised. Who knows. So, I, I like we,
1: your answer on that one. You seem very happy. <laughs> hey, we'll see what kind of cancers I get. But, yeah,
0: I don't know. Uh, yeah, this is a grab bag. Life is like a bag of cancers. You don't know what kind of cancer you're going to get. Uh, anyways, enough about me. Um, so how can we get in touch with you? What? When is your film going to be released? How can we look at it? How can we watch it? How can we stalk you?
1: All right. So the, way, the best ways you can get to me are uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Facebook, I have... Um, a link. It's called Bonus Time the Movie. And on there, you can watch my uh, trailer. Well, you can watch my promo that we were giving out when we were starting our Kickstarter for that. Uh, and then also, you can find Bonus Time the Movie on Instagram. And every day, I'm keeping that alive. Right now, it's the holiday season. So I'm I am uh, getting a little more uh, posting a little more sparsely only because of the holidays, but after the holidays, we're going to be revving up and getting more. I did an interview with some people at uh, uh, a magazine, um, Voyage LA. So that's supposed to be coming out. So maybe by the time you release this, I'll be out by then. You can look up um, a little more about me and the project there. And um, we are going to start another fundraiser, like I said, very shortly. We're thinking around maybe in March or April. And we could uh, really use a lot of help during uh, that time. So um, keep in contact with us through Instagram, Facebook. Look for Bonus Time the movie. Uh, you'll see a character, like just so a drawing of my face on there. you can see Bonus Time. So those are the two best ways I think you could um, stick with us and see our postings every day. And every day I post about stuff about colon cancer, Lynn syndrome, other cancers, you know, just trying to trying to be out there and spread that awareness out.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Anthony, Mark Anthony, for this. It was incredible. I learned so much from you. You were freaking hilarious throughout. I hope our listeners know how lucky they are to learn from you. So thank you so much for being on the show. I hope to have you on episode oh, so much.
1: I want to say thank you. Thank you for having me. Who can only be here? This is so cool. Never really deal with these. Maybe I was talking too loud, too softly, too fast. I don't know.
0: It's okay. We can blow the airdrops out of our listeners. They, they, they I don't care about them anyways. But thank you, thank you so much. I appreciate it.